The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Romacraft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time romacraft tobacco the after show the after show the after show show. it's the after show and rocky's downstairs and uh we rushed the uh end of the last show just so because we're giving away the rolex well because if you rush the end of the last part of the show it's okay if we do it it's a travesty you you ruined brian charles's day by ending 10 minutes early (laughs) Uh, i I still managed to squeak out an hour and 50 and did it on purpose so i I, it has to be between 150 and 159 so uh (laughs) we did we did okay we can't go we can't go two hours because if we go two hours or over, we can't be on the um, Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah. Odyssey for when uh, YouTube throws us off. When and if. So if you don't, you don't have Odyssey, you should go get it because they're going to stop us someday. Hopefully not, but that's that's something to talk to Rocky about. Of we can't. But then again, he handed me right at the end of the show a little card here that he wants to, wants to play more with the Cigar Authority. Mm, okay, so, so uh, he liked it. It's probably the first time he ever saw the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well was, he was on early, early, early on first yeah. year when it was a disaster. Yeah. Okay, it's probably why he never watched it. All right, so I, I I briefly said on the last show that I had gone to a trade show. I believe it was 1995, um, Cincinnati, 95-96. And a lot of the manufacturers, the cigar boom's going on, and they started that year. That was their first year there. And I did business with Rocky Patel and Perdomo and Padrone. That was their first year, too. And um, even though it's a brand that's been around since 64, first time showing up and selling to other stores. So it looks like an old brand, but it was only um, cafeteria brands selling cigars into cafeterias and stuff. So they were there. Tony Bahani, if you remember Bahia, uh, he was there, a uh, ha- handful of people, and I sat next to a guy and looking around, and these guys were so into it, more than the old school guys that have been around for years and years, uh, who you know were just going through the motions. These guys were into it in a big way, and I said, these are the up-and-comers right And they, here. Rented, they rented a room together, because it, it, it's expensive in Vegas, so you can share the costs a little bit, and you're, we're all talking to the same audience at that mm. point when you're presenting at a well, show. Well, I, I love the idea, because you never saw stuff like that, as other manufacturers getting together with other manufacturers. They stayed away from them, and here was the beginning of these people being friendly with each other, and smoking each other's cigar actually in the room in front of people and things like that so i looked at it and i said this is a change that's happening right here and these guys that i'm looking at right now are going to be the future of this industry down the road and as it turned out exactly what happened right they brought the cigar uh industry into the cigar boom into the next cigar generation 
So a whole bunch of us 30-year-olds at the time right. got big in the cigars because it was a whole bunch of 30-year-olds. So I worry about, uh, and I, I was with Barry over in the Nashua store, and we, we got into discussing it, of uh, our audience seems to be older. The people that come into the store, the, the vast majority are older. They're, they're close to 60 years old. And I said, well, you know, that's when the cigar boom happened. That's when these people got into, into cigars, and they were 30 years old, and now they're 60 years old. So it is still the majority of it. What do we do to get these younger people as a retailer? Well, we did it here. We have more 30 and 40-somethings right? than right? we do 50-somethings and 60-somethings. Which is a little bit of a change. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully it's turning in the right direction. We need the new young, younger. Glenn's audience. probably over fifty, but he just dyes his beard, so we can't tell. Yeah, him. Well, there's no need of that. There's no need of that. He stays shaking his head. You no, know, we, we we just. <laughs> Why went, would you even say that? <laughs> we just went through another cigar boom, but it doesn't feel like any new blood stepped up to the plate. You know, like the Jonathan the, Drews did. Or, no. It was the Rocky consult- Patel was thirty five at the time. You know, Pete Johnson's was in his late twenties, early thirties. Nobody yeah. young has stepped into the game to kind of attract that younger blood. See, Some I, dis- the- I disagree with that because I think you got somebody like Nicholas Perdomo who is into, but cigars. he hasn't stepped into the game yet. He needs Perdomo needs national to come out. sales manager of the fifth or sixth largest cigar but family in the no, entire the world. The average cigar smoker doesn't know Nicholas Perdomo the third. They know Nick Perdomo. He needs to come out with his own brand, get on the road behind that brand, keep a part of the Perdomo family, but get Nicholas Perdomo out there to attract the younger guy. Every because single the guy, cigar has his name on it. Perdomo. Same as Nick. He's, nobody associates Nick Perdomo III with Perdomo cigars. Nobody yet, but he's, he's showing up at events and he's making a splash. Well, and he is the next generation within that company, right? Which you you could look at uh, Fuente's daughter and say, okay, is she going to be the next generation? You know, yeah. and she, you know, she's done everything she can to cultivate the female cigar smoking audience. Yeah, so she's helped in that aspect, bringing yeah. more women to the game. Well, so. Who is the next generation? Who who do we look at? Younger people that are in there and say, you know, oh, see this. You know, assume they, they were in the room right now and say, this is it. We, we have this. I think crime. you got somebody like what, who we're having on the show next week, Michael Capellini, a face of a brand. Now the brand is two hundred years old, but that, he has that, taken over the role of the face of the brand in the U.S. He's who everybody associates Toscano with right now. But that doesn't attract the younger cigar smoker. The younger cigar smoker is still going for the Kentucky Fire Cured versus Toscano, which, in my opinion, with all due respect to Jewish State, Toscano is the superior product, but it's your grandfather's cigar. It's an old cigar. It's, yeah. no doubt it's, it's my great-great-grandfather's mm-hmm. cigar. It actually is my great-grandfather's cigar. Um, and it's not his brand. He right. works for the company, and, and, you know, God forbid, next week he doesn't work for the company. So he's, he's not the brand. I think we got to look at the brand owner. Well, right. what about somebody like Rainier Lorenzo with Perfect. HBC? Perfect. Mm-hmm. That, so there's an interesting uh, guy right there. He's 28 years old. He's, on, he's around, yeah, around 30. So yeah. naming, naming the cigar Black Friday and coming out with it for Black Friday. Awesome. Yeah. No, he, he's Hot a, cakes. What does it sell like? Hotcakes. He called it. Yeah, I love it. He's a visionary. He, he's absolutely the guy. 
Um, Needs to be on the road a little bit more. Yes. Like, I don't think he's a road warrior. Right. He needs to become a road warrior, and he will become that guy. Because that is the next Tatuaje type cigar. It's the Tatuaje killer in my eyes. Yeah. Hmm. You know, he, if you're going to look at it's made in Aganor Salif. Aganor Salif cultivated Don Pepin Garcia, who had a cigar background in Cuba, but they cultivated him in Tatuaje brought my father to the next level. Now they're doing the same thing with Ryan Lorenzo. Aganor well, Salif is making the cigar, kind of following the same footprints. Yeah. And he's making a superior cigar that, to me, is that next step in that generation. Yeah, he, he is the next guy. I see that. Now you're going to make the argument, Terrence Riley, another face. But he's, he's not a face. brand owner. Yeah, well, he could be fired next you could week. Have, yeah. You could have, um, he could quit or, or get fired. I'm he could jump blank. ship and go to some other he, company because right. he did. Not Sherman he let, guy. Michael Herklotz. Michael, Michael Herklotz is 50 something years old. Right? Yeah, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's he not. He looks your, fantastic for his age. <laughs> but he's, he's not your blue collar guy. He's a little bit hard to relate for some people. You know, here he is about the fine dining, the wine, and I, I don't think the 30 something year old can relate to that yet. So he he's, he attracts a different market than the the people like JD did back in the day. Yeah. My about- point my point was that Terrence Riley as the face of a brand could follow uh Herklotz. He'd have to own the brand. But he can follow in Herklotz's footsteps who now does own a brand and does have a splash because he was the face of the brand for Nat Sherman. So you could be a face and then go into making cigars just like you could be a bus driver and go into making cigars. So, so I can go back to to, to 25 years ago and look at that group and it was somebody with a face of the brand and the guy doesn't work there anymore. Here it is all these years later. Can you think of any face of the brand? Avo? Uh, it was his brand. Yeah. It was his brand, but the, back then it was his brand. Then it got purchased By the, and, and he, he became the face. Yeah, stayed, stayed on. There. He stayed and carried his name. Now that Avo's no longer with us, is Avo is still popular today as it was? I guess you could debate that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know those numbers. Um, Rocky mentioned Oscar Valadares. Oscar is um, a guy that was his um, bus driver. Bus driver. He didn't speak English, never smoked a cigar. He got into smoking cigars. He wanted to learn everything about it. He ends up opening his own factory. Not only does his own brands, but does brands for other people. Yep. He's, the, he's the real deal. And, and he's he was a younger guy. super hot for a while, but he wasn't out there. People didn't relate to him. I don't think he was hot as it when it first came out. Well, because he doesn't speak English very right. well at all. Um, you know, could you say AJ Fernandez? Uh, he's a young guy. He has a cult following, a, a younger following, but again, he's not out there. Not speaking English. He, yes. Even well, though he's been around forever, Nick Malillo's still relatively young, but he doesn't even want to be the face of his brand. You know, yeah, yeah, as he said when he was on, he right. wants to. Well, and there's there's a thought to that because there, w- there was something said years ago that Rocky was such a road warrior that Rocky's company without Rocky Patel has no value to it because it's all him selling mm. the, the, the brand, uh, which turned out not to be true because he backs off and the brand takes mm. off, so it, w- it was wrong. Uh, Akil from Regis, great. Yep. Young guy. Mover uh, and a shaker. Had yep. that $10,000 cigar that came with a uh, chopper ride and a free cut and light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's interesting. Anybody else you can think uh, of? That's- Noel Rojas. So we were talking about this on the yeah. uh, clubhouse. I think it was before you arrived. 
he's not an outgoing personality. I, I consider him a friend. I've known him for a long time. I don't think he has that personality to help cultivate a younger demographic. His cigars are good, but he's there's no promotion behind it. Nobody knows really who he is, and he's not making that step to go next level. It seems like I've actually never heard his voice. Never, never heard him speak. Maybe he doesn't like you. Is his English terrible? It was when I was in Miami, but I understand it's better. Yeah, um, but haven't seen him. Now, what about somebody like Skip Martin? He is not all that old. He makes a splash every time he comes out. Not with all something. that young. No, but he has, he has a younger demographic. He skews younger. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I don't know if they're a, tired. A, they're tired of being on the road, but it seems like him and Mike are comfortable being in Austin, Texas. He needs to get out on the road more. He's again. an overnight sensation at ten years now, and hmm. is he ten years in? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, Skip. We need to see you back on the road again. Yeah, well, that's Mike's job, but Mike isn't the personality. Mike isn't, Skip is. yeah, it's Skip. Yeah. Know? Skip is the guy that's out there stirring the pot, getting into arguments and <laughs> right, calling right. attention to the, him and the brand. Right. Absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. But it's not the way it was before. And I think it's wide open for some company to say, okay, um, you know, these little brands that are out there, I, I don't know. Uh, it's terrible. I can't think of what there was one booth we went to when there was a mixture of all these smaller brands that were together uh, at the show. Yeah, is that the one that Dr. Caffey put together? That cigar no, boutique association? No, no. no. Uh, I can't think of who. Uh, it was um, all through the pipe tobacco distributor that has all these Sutliff? brands. Yeah, uh, Sutliff. Yes. So they have a bunch of these young guns that right. are there. That was interesting to look at. I don't, I don't know anything but about But see, that you're talking about the young guns, but we can't even say what brands they are, that right. they're not out there enough. Well, what I'm saying is, if they're listening, those guys that were in there, and I don't know who you are, mm-hmm. you got to learn some marketing and promotion, yes. get, get a personality and start working it and hit the road, because I think it's, it's wide open. I you, think Charlie Pitaris during the club out touched on something interesting. If you walk into a cigar shop, and I can go back to the first time I walked in the cigar shop, I was easily 20, 25 years younger than everybody hanging out. And you see that now in the cigar shops. You have the older guy sitting in the lounge, a younger guy comes in. He gets a lay of the land. He'll sit down for five minutes. Nobody will bring him into the fold. He'll get a little bit discouraged. He'll leave. He'll go back to just, you know, smoking wherever, but not at a lounge. Got to go out of the way to bring the younger guy into the fold to just to keep the, the circle of life going in the cigar industry. Yeah. You know, too many times the 60, 65-year-old will look at the 25-year-old go, oh, he's a millennial. He thinks he knows everything, and they won't even engage him. It's up to the current generation of longtime cigar smokers to bring the new guy into the fold go out of your way to to make him a part of the lounge because he's going to continue the tradition so something how about a promotion or something where you bring somebody in half your age and you get a prize or something i sense a sequel there could be something you know bring somebody in 43 i could do it yeah i could do it it's time for the strength and character <laughs> segment. Caught him with Brought his pants you, down, Ed Sullivan. Camacho Cigars. <laughs> Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. 
Six pillars of character, trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, and citizenship. We're on fairness still. No, we're on careness. Caring. We did fairness. Um, express gratitude. Express gratitude. I'm going to give props to Jonathan this week because he asked for a transfer. I told him I'd let him know. Transfer? How, yeah, we had to move something from Nashua oh, to I Salem. I thought he wanted to leave. <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> we're not that lucky. He's actually not that surprised. <laughs> he reached out for uh, something that needed to be moved from Nashua to Salem. I told him I would get back to him and let him know how many I had available. Usually I'll send it to him. Half hour, hour go by. I'm like, that motherfucker didn't even say thank you. This time he went out of his way to say thank you. Mm. Why does it got to do say thank you? Acknowledge that you got the text. Oh, we can say I got the text. Thanks. Thumbs up. It doesn't even have to be a thank you. No, 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 acknowledgement. No, no. Never thumbs up. Thumbs up is giving someone the middle finger on text. I hate the thumbs up. Huh. If I give you the thumbs up, it's bad. Well, that's good to know. Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Sullivan's going to text me thumbs up all week. You ever think of transferring to a different store? No. No. Okay. <laughs> you nervous? No, I think I'm, when he when he first said it, I'm like, wow, what the hell? Why would he say that? <laughs> Transferring. Okay. Uh, all right. That's it. That's all I got. We, we don't. I think the manufacturers out there, the small brands, they need uh, to find a way to step up their marketing. They need to step up and get out there. Big opportunity. Yeah. If I if I was younger, I'd be looking at that and saying, "There's the missing element. There's, there's the next Rocky Patel is out there somewhere. Yep. You know where is he? Next, Nick Perdomo was out there. Uh, listen, Rocky Patel was a brand owner. didn't have his own manufacturing and mm-hmm. stuff at the beginning and, yep. st- and got gigantic from it. So you're making a cigar with somebody else. There's an opportunity here. The brand is you, you know, at that point. Um, oh, how about Omar DeFries? I think he's another guy. You know, we touched on Abe Flores, who was older than you thought. I yes. think Omar's older than you think. All right. And he hasn't done enough to branch out of those yeah, mid-Atlantic states. I, I thought Abe um, from PDR, I thought he was a lot younger than he was. 47. Yeah. Wow, man. Mm-hmm. I remember when he was a kid. Because what are you, he went, an ageist? You well, can't make He went to college up here. It seemed like yeah. yesterday, but that was probably 25 years ago, right? Holy God. Of course, God. my phone's now blowing up with these two chuckleheads giggling <laughs> and high-fiving each other, sending me thumbs-up texts. There we go. You know, yeah, just really quick, you had uh, Gellis from Warp Cigars. He tried to be the next generation yes. guy, but he fell off the face of the planet. Somebody has to take that to the next level. Yeah. Keep going. Don't give up. Like like uh, they say you can't do it. That yeah. should be the, the power. Yeah, you look at Rocky. Work. He refused to give up when everybody told him to get out. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Next week, Michael Capolini from Toscano is back with us, and we got an idea on a, a new promotion to bring some people in. And we're putting this fried chicken debate to bed. And we're putting the fried chicken debate to bed next yeah, week. You still have two more days to vote, so get out there and do it. There we go. All right, stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.